Hey, what's going on, my people? Yeah, so um, I think I'm going to do a double upload today. I just finished uploading last episode. It wasn't all the way through. Um, but, you know, depression, that shit kicks in. <laughs> um, I had all the intentions to finish it and do it the right way. And apparently I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I said I want to take this easy. I don't want this to be a job. I don't want this to be a burden. I just want this to be nice and easy. You know, just talk to myself. Or not talk to myself, but talk to you guys. Or just talk in general. Um, I plan on having people. Definitely plan on having people come join me. Talk about random things. Um, I know this is something that I want to talk about. Like video games and fighting games specifically. Because that's what I'm into. Um... So today's we're gonna just talk a little about a little bit about gaming and what gaming has done for me, um, you know. But just before we get into that, like I said, I, I want people to come in. I have friends that play games uh, uh, competitively, and some are really really good at it. You know, I never thought that I'll be in competitive gaming, and I'm I wouldn't say that I truly am. Um, but I do have a competitive... Any game or anything in life you do that's competitive, you're going to have a competitive drive. But some of my friends, they actually go out and compete in, like, tournaments and things like that. Um, there's times where I might not be at that level, but to know that I can keep up and sometimes best them once in a blue, for me, it's an accomplishment because I don't take it as a... I'm going out and try to make money. I'm not saying they are too, you know, it's all for the fun of the game. Um, but for me, I feel like I accomplished something, you know, it's a personal like goal to be good at X amount of game or whatever. Um, I'm more into fighting games and stuff like that. So I do want people that play fighting games to come join me and talk on here. Uh, uh people that play shooting games that come and talk to me on here. Cause um, my favorite thing about gaming is you can play whatever the hell you want and there's a community for either game you play, you know, even the most obscure games, um, there, you got like, bro, there's a, there's Roblox, which there's a community behind that. I mean, I will never do it, but I guess if whatever floats your boat, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I just like. I just love video games. Video games is one of my stress uh, um, deterrents, I guess, you know? Um, fighting games especially, man. I grew up, I remember as a kid, I had, um, I'm in a car, so you're going to hear cars back and forth. I think this is going to be my new office. <laughs> um, but I grew up on, on gaming, man, always always a game around or something like that i remember my very first console was dang i don't even know if it was the sega or is um the nes i think i believe it was the nes um i'm a 90s baby so we definitely that was i definitely grew up playing it but i don't know which one i don't remember which console i had first i remember getting both the same year but not knowing which one i got first um but long story short with that uh I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? And I was always outside playing, catching, you know, scars and scraping knees and scraping elbows and just playing. And, you know, I grew up in the hood. Like, that's 
playing outside. A lot of kids didn't have a game console to play, so everybody was outside, and so I was outside as much as I could, too. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I loved, loved just, like, playing random things. I remember playing Street Fighter, and, um, I had Street Fighter for the Nintendo, or the Super Nintendo, and bro, oh, man, I used to get to this Indian guy, and his name is, um, Dal Sim. Oh, I used to hate him. And then Zangief, he'll touch you like one time. You see half your bar like fucking dissipate and just like disappear. I was like, oh my god. I always thought it was like cheap. And here I am playing like I don't even know what characters I was playing at the time. I I really don't. Um, but yeah, I used to get my ass rocked by the CPU, like the the computer itself, man, all the time. And then I had. I also had a randomly, um, I don't even remember how I got it. I'm going to tell you the truth. It was just in my house one day, a killer instant cartridge. It was all black. It was fucking dope, you know? And, uh, I remember I got all the way up to the boss idol and I always lost at him. I can never beat him, but I'm also a kid. I'm like seven years old and whatnot. Um, I used to, I remember I used to sleep over my grandfather's, house uh, uh or apartment whatever it was when i was a kid and um his girlfriend her kids were older than i was and um they used to go to blockbuster and rent out games all the time and uh they used to rent out motor combat and i used to watch them play motor combat from a distance and i was always told it's too graphic for me to play or f- too graphic for me to watch so growing up i always thought it was like too much so I think one year i finally got to play the game myself i was like this is not bad and i see start i start seeing blood and fatalities and as a kid now you look at it you're like oh it's just you know sprites and eight bit you know what i'm saying like it's, it's not that bad of a deal but when you're a kid and you see that you're like holy shit it was cool man it was cool um then my grandmother she got me and I, I believe what really got me into fighting games was one year 20 2000 2001 maybe whenever the playstation dropped i remember talking shit about it because i had a playstation one i had a dreamcast and a playstation one and i was talking shit about the playstation 2 because when it dropped i didn't hear about any games but my grandmother bought me a playstation 2 one christmas and um her boyfriend at the time got me two games he got me um ready to rumble uh boxing round two which that game was that was the shit yo i remember the um main fighter afro afro jack or something like that my man he, he was bobbing and weaving yo that was the thing yo that was that was that, that game was crack um the ring announcer name was bob something but he was like the official ring announcer for like um fights and whatnot he was like let's get ready to rumble and then when you beat the game and you go undefeated like during the story mode uh, um he, he's like the secret boss and so he turns into this like huge buff guy and he hits you like twice and you're dead oh man <sighs> video games back then too had like a lot of the easter eggs that were like fully polished i mean i want to say they're fully polished games but they just had a lot of shit in the games that 
compared to nowadays, you know, a game comes out now like half ass because they can sell the rest of the second half of the game on DLC. Like, like developers are known for holding back all their content, which kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I pay for a $60 game. I want my money's worth. Uh, there's very few games that I feel like I got my money's worth paying full price for. And, um, yeah. But outside of that, going back to the fighting games and stuff, I don't know, man. Fighting games are just, they're the shit for me, yo. Like, I got the ready to run, the ready, the boxing game. <laughs> ready to rumble round two. Um, and the game was, it was fire. And I had it for the um, Game Boy Advance SP. If, I don't, if anybody remembers that, um, that was pretty dope. Uh, uh, but the other game, the same day I received my PlayStation 2 for that Christmas, uh, was Bloody Roar 3. Mind you, I already played Bloody Roar back when it was called uh, uh, Primer, Primal Fury, I believe, or something like that. Beast, I don't know, Beast Decisors. I forgot what it was. I remember it was in the arcade. I used to do, my family used to do laundry in the arcade. Uh, um, and the laundry bat in an arcade had like, I remember they having like a Marvel fighting game. And I thought it was so cool, but they never gave me quarters because they were like, you're not wasting it on a game that you're only going to lose. We're washing clothes. And I was like, damn, I want to play this fucking game. <laughs> Let me just get a quarter. And, you know, now I understand money was really tight and they did what they had to do. But uh, if I go back in time, I'll definitely give, my, I'll give myself like, Oh, uh, ten dollars and quarters, like bam, uh, live out. You know what I'm saying? Play it to your heart content. But um, yeah, video games is kind of addicting. So I don't think I'd have been content. I'd have want more money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I remember playing that game there, and then it came out on PlayStation One with Bloody War, uh, Bloody War Two. I think it was a PlayStation Two game. I'm not really too sure about it. But I remember they added new characters and whatnot. And I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Um, which it was. And then Bloody War 3, man, that was my favorite out of all the franchise. Mind you, they made they made other games. And I heard the like the ones like GameCube was was dope. Um, talking about GameCube, I told my wife the other day I wish I had a, I grew up on a GameCube. I've had all types of Nintendo products all my life. Um, I had every almost every handheld. Um if I didn't have a Game Boy, I had a version of a Game Boy. Not probably every model, but at least a version of it. And, um, you know, Nintendo's the GOAT, hands down. You don't like Nintendo? I don't know. I mean, I don't like their business practices and like that all the time because they'll resell you a game at full price and don't do anything to change it and say HD, and that's it. <laughs> but um, I've always had a Nintendo. You know, I always had a Game Boy or some sort when growing up, so... Um, it was always, you know, always had a game around me. Uh, and as a kid, most boys hang out with other boys and all they do is talk video games and whatnot. And I tried, you know, try to keep up my best. Mind you, we weren't, I wasn't rich or anything like that. I didn't have money like that. So I didn't really have a lot of games, but the games I did have had a lot of playback value. So I enjoyed it. Um, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, Budokai 2. Man, I know life the shit out of that. Like, I thought Dragon Ball Z was trash when I first saw it because I was watching like filler episodes. But then, 
as the episodes were airing and Goku turned Super Saiyan, it was over. I was a fan. My man was yelling to his heart would just almost stop and just, you killed my best friend. And next thing you know, he's a Super Saiyan. Golden, he's smacking like the world, the, the universe is like worst villain, smacking him around like nothing. Yo, that was the that was the thing, you know. Childhood, the 90s childhood was pretty dope. You know, for as of cartoons and whatnot, but it was more like anime. Um, but yeah, they had a video game called Dragon Ball Z Budokai One, Budokai Two. They had Budokai Three. They had all types of game. You know, they always had games out. Um, but Budokai One, I had Budokai Two. I got, but I never got Budokai Three. Man, it was like family didn't want me to have any games because they were broke. <laughs> so um, yeah, I ended up playing the shit out of that game and i got to the point where i needed to put it on the hard the hardest difficulty and then i put it on the hardest difficulty now i'm like playing the game every day in the hardest difficulty so i'm learning how to like react and move and do this without really understanding that i'm really good at the game um you know then i play friends and they're like holy shit like how'd you get so good i'm like i don't know i just play the the the, the, the computer on the hardest difficulty and i win you know i'm not I don't. I mean, I don't want to say I was button mashing or whatever, but it, come on, I was playing the hardest difficulty and I wasn't losing consistently. I don't think I was button mashing, but then again, it's so old. I probably was. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, I always like fighting games, and let's say sixth grade, seventh grade. That's when I got my PlayStation Two. No, I got my PlayStation 2 probably in like, damn, what, how old? Probably like fifth or f- or fifth or sixth grade. I got a PlayStation 2. I don't remember. I don't really remember. Fifth or sixth grade, or maybe fourth. I don't know. Um, and I grew up playing games on there. I didn't have a lot of games. Um, I realized Capcom did. Own, I did own a lot of Capcom games after growing up. But when I got into high school, that's when I got into fighting games. So my friends had this game, beautiful fighting game called Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yo, let me tell you, if crack was ever in a video game form, that's what it is. Hands down. Like, yo, I I absolutely grew up watching, you know, Spider-Man, watching Iron Man, the Fantastic Four, all these cartoons on the weekend saturday morning like that you know what i'm saying i used to i used to have to take a, a bus back in fifth and sixth grade so i used to have to, uh to go to school so i used to have to wake up stupid early in the morning because i was the first student they were picking up so i actually had to be at my bus stop at 7 15 a.m this is back in the day when school used to open up at 7 45 um so since i was the first stop and i was so far out um now looking at it i wasn't too far out like that but uh back in the day it was as a kid it was just like holy shit this is a long ride um and we always got to school late i always got to school like at 8 15 like 30 minutes late um but they couldn't hold it over my head it was the bus driver and how many kids there were on the bus um dang i forgot what i was talking about this is horrible <laughs> all right it's gonna come back to me i'm sorry but uh okay it came back to me look at that bam look how life happens so um 
that's when I got Bloody War, and I enjoyed the game, and I, I truly did, and I loved it, but not a lot of people knew about the game, and not a lot of people uh, played the game, or I, that I knew people played the game, everybody I talked to about a PlayStation 2, they were on like Jack and Dexter, which I fucking loved, I got Jack and Dexter 1, Jack and Dexter 2 was out when I got part 1, and um, I tried it, and for me, that game was fucking wild hard, because it, j- it changed up a lot, Jack and Dexter 1 was like, it was you, and your friend who turned into like an otter, or some something like that, and um, you're using the combination between you guys to do combos and hits, and you're, you know, it's an open world style game for a PlayStation 2, so it was dope. But the second game, they added guns and shit. And I'm like, all right, well, I never played a gun, a game where you actually had to, like, run around and shoot shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, long story short, I didn't really get into part two. But part three was dropping the same year I picked up part two. So I asked my aunt and my grandmother. And I knew I wanted this game bad. So I asked, like, five people. Everybody said, what do you want for Christmas? And I said that same game because I wasn't getting any games. You know, like it was hard for not that it was hard for me, but every time I asked for a game, it was like nope, because at the back in the day, fifty dollars was a lot of money, especially to spend on the game. So I only got games during Christmas or my birthday. So that year, Jack and Dexter three dropped, and I was like, nah, the Christmas. I think I had to wait like two two months, and then I got the game for Christmas. So my grandmother and my aunt. I told like five, <clears throat> I told five people about this game and two of them bought the game for me. So I had two copies of Jack and Dexter three, man. I know life that game. I love that game so much. I actually, cause you, you can beat the game and do like new game plus. And when new game plus allows you to have all your upgrades from your previous playthrough into the new one. So I got to the point where I was beating the game in like nine hours, like the full game. And I was speed running, trying to beat my time every time. But I didn't know what it was. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was very like, I don't know. I, like I was doing things without realizing I was doing things. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now I get into high school. I meet one of my boys like during a football practice. And he said something and he referenced like Bloody Roar. But... I was like, yo, are you talking about this character? And I was like, yo, how you know? And then we bonded over that. And it was cool because that was my first experience of meeting somebody like that. So in high school, like I was going back to Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I get friends at 2009 Capcom re-releases Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Now, at this point, I don't have an Xbox. You know, I stopped. I really stopped playing games that much. I had a Nintendo DS and then I had two Nintendo DSs, so me and my little cousin Mike, um, who I love that dude to look, you know, to death. That's my man's right there. He, um, I had an extra Nintendo uh, uh, DS, so I will let him, we'll, we'll play together. Um, and then back in the day, like, you have one game two people could share, uh, uh, like, multiplayer games and whatnot. Like, they'll give it, like, a trial version. So we'll be playing like Mario Kart on the DS, which to me was the best Mario Kart game there was. But that's biased because that's the only game that I had. I didn't have a GameCube. Now looking at it, like I said earlier, I, me and my I was talking to my wife. I wish I owned a GameCube and had games for it. But I had a PS2 and I was at that time was the console equivalent to a PS2 from Nintendo. Um, so 
back to like the Marvel thing. Um, Marvel's and Capcom re-releases Marvel's Capcom 2. The game came out in 2001, and I am a huge Marvel fan. Like I said, waking up those Saturday mornings, watching all these cartoons of Marvel, you had I literally watched everything. Nobody really cared for Iron Man and stuff like that, but Marvel absolutely, I mean, Capcom absolutely, like, killed it like it was dope they had super finishes like you look at that game back then and you look at it now like a lot of its stuff was before it's time definitely before it's time but uh i'm happy it happened when it happened you know what i'm saying um hold on my wife texted me okay sorry uh, since I am recording on my phone in the car, she texted me and I didn't see that I got a message. Um, but she's good. She's in the doctor's office. Um, nothing to be worried about. Um, just a little routine checkup. So, um, yeah, the game comes out and one of my best friends named Kevin, he has it on his Xbox 360. Like I said, I really wasn't gaming too much except for on my DS. I had Mario Hoops 3 on 3. Mario Hoops 3 on 3 needs to come to the Nintendo Switch. Hands down. That game was fucking crack. Um, but Marvel's Capcom 2, like I was saying, that game, like, I fell in love with fighting games because of that. Like, learning a proper dragon motion, like, forward, down, and then down forward. Um, doing the motion inputs. I love that so much that a friend of mine was like, yo, you love these games like that. Uh, I, I went to everyone's house. I went to everyone that had the game to their house just to play and practice. And I like, I got really good, but I got really good on what I thought I was good. Right. Then I see people playing this fucking fighting game and then picking specific characters. And my team, when I originally started playing was Ryu. No, it was Akuma, Guile, and Cyclops. Not really a strong character. Cyclops, some people would use him high tier. Uh, Akuma, I don't really see nobody using him. And Guile, man, that man had... In a fast-paced game like that, um, charged characters are not really the, the coolest. But, uh... He had a flash kick, and that shit was so dope to do in here. I was like, oh, man, that's fucking fire. I got to play this character. It's just how the characters played. Their moves were so cool. Like, And growing up and knowing that Street Fighter games were like combo 1-2, super move, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And then Marvel's Capcom, you're doing combos. Like, some out of your, like, it was some shit. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Love that game. Absolutely. And I think that made me just... Made me love the franchise. And then I knew the characters on the Marvel side. And then I learned a lot about characters on the Capcom side, you know? And that game had had a roster of like 52, 54 characters. That shit was... It was just mind-blowing. And then right around that time, they announced Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Not Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is hands down my favorite fighting game I've ever touched. Um, and since then, there's been video games that kind of take the same f- uh, formula, you know, three on three, tag based, tag out, switch out, supers, you know, assists, um, 
and it's cool like it, it itself like the the concept of marvel is definitely it has its ripple you know you throw a, a pebble in a palm it has its ripple capcom and marvel has definitely made uh, an amazing like franchise with their fighting games like there's in the fgc which is like the fighting game community these guys th- this that game has made it staple you know what i'm saying like you can't go anywhere and not mention marvel you know somebody's either played it or played very little of it or play it and they're like they're gonna talk their shit you know what i'm saying and that's cool because that's the type of game where um a lot of personality comes out in your gameplay right but now we're getting all like to current i want to like talk about how it was growing up so i'm, I'm going to people's houses um not people just you know friends and they have and i'm playing and it started becoming addiction like bro like there was a day i was in school and i'm not really proud to say it but you know fuck it man i used to skip school to go play this video game like skip school like one day my friend was like i slept over at his house we're playing a game all night and we go to sleep probably like five in the morning we gotta be we gotta be up and going to school in a couple hours you know what i'm saying and it was a half a day i was like i'm skipping we woke up at nine o'clock i got i woke up brushed my teeth Uh, um we ate we both had a bowl of cereal went right back to the room turned the game on and we were playing until like three o'clock and then i went home you know what i'm saying (laughs) like bro that shit was an addiction um but what i loved about video games is when i got burnt out by fighting games i switched over um to shooters and let me tell you man like my first like my first experience with online multiplayer was call of duty world at war and it had zombies and i didn't even care for the multiplayer yo zombies was such a fucking cool idea in call of duty that it hooked me like literally hooked me like more uh, like modern warfare 2 which everybody absolutely loved i didn't care for because at the end of the day i was still playing fucking zombies like it was that big of a like that big of a impact on me um and then they had like missions where you do like mercenary missions and whatnot so i didn't really care for multiplayer you know what i'm saying um and that that was when call of duty was the most toxic like that shit was bad like they were saying they were dropping the end bombs and everything like but the full like ERs at the end, I'm like, yo, and then seven year olds, ten year olds, suck my and you're you're you know, I was like, yo, what is going on? I thought it was so funny. But at one point I thought I was, I was taking it like serious, like <laughs> I, I man, that was just funny. Um but Marvel vs. Capcom 3 drops and where that's like 2011, I believe, or 2010 and yo i was i was so ready to be in that fighting game from like day one that i even bought an xbox out of my own pocket from my one of my good friends he was selling it and i'm like bro like i'll do anything to buy your your xbox don't sell it to nobody and he gave me a little bit of time i got the money together sold it um i mean bought it and then i bought a copy of marvel 3 from another friend and the, the the disc was already chipped up a little bit. So back in the day, on the Xbox, you can download the game on your uh, 
on the Xbox, you can like download it from the disc, so the disc doesn't spin as much. Um, I got a squirrel crawling across the street in front of me. This is kind of funny. <laughs> um, so I'm playing the game, and that was the only game that entered the disc drive, and it just stood there. So I had that. Uh, my one of my best friends, Kevin, he gave me um, Call of Duty so I could play at home. I went through the story mode. I had no internet access in my house at the time. Uh, that sucked. Uh, but I ended up getting internet at the house. I got the game. I updated my Xbox. And then I became a fucking gamer, bro. I became a gamer all over again. But this time, I didn't just become a gamer. I became a gamer that wanted to be good at gaming. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing combos in Marvel and of course I'm thinking I'm the shit, but I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I got a notification on my phone. Sorry. I'm thinking I'm the shit, but I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I go face other people and I'm like, oh shit, like what I got is not working. It's not working. So my first team in that game was Ryu Akuma Deadpool. Just cause I thought Deadpool was fucking dope. Um, and I realized, well, I'm going in with the mindset of Marvel 2, and I really couldn't do that. Because the way I was playing Marvel 2 wasn't the best way to play Marvel 2. Like I said, I finally played somebody. I was talking shit about, I was like, you know, just being cocky. I'm the best, I'm the best. And I played one of my friends uh, back in the day in high school. We're in a drum line, and so we're practicing. And then one day at his practice, he brings an arcade stick, his, his fucking xbox and, and puts it to the projector now he has an arcade stick i'm like what the fuck is that yo he fucking whipped my ass but he already knew what he was doing you know what i'm saying like he had he had setups and i'm just there like not blocking shit get hit by unblockables so i'm holding back and i didn't even know there was unblockables in games and fighting games like that and uh he's like guard breaking me which is like literally just your character's blocking and next thing you know it's, he's not blocking no more even though you're holding the block button or holding back to block um it was so fun you know i i just like holy shit like i got thrashed uh long story short marvel 3 came out just after that um and then marvel ultimate came out which they had like an update with 12 new characters new stages and i absolutely love marvel 3 man i quit my fucking job because of marvel 3 not because of marvel 3 but I, I one i hated my boss and he yelled at me one night for something someone else did and then i was like bro like you're not even gonna apologize like the person that did whatever you're blaming me for said no it wasn't him it was me and you're just gonna look at me nah nah fuck you so i just left that job you know what i'm saying i quit um and so happens to be the night where uh marvel was releasing so i was like fuck it i got a little bit of money put to the side and the game released the fall of my graduation. I graduated high school in 2011. So the re-release of the game, but with all the added new specs and whatever in it. And um, Black Ops 2 drops. And, yo, that's it. Black Ops 2 had zombies. It was, just, it was over. I, that's where gaming became big to me. I had a lot of stress. Um, you know, my wife, her family... You know, we're good now, but back in the day, they didn't want us to be together, you know, and whatever. That's for another podcast that, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, so I was stressed because I couldn't see my, you know, at the time I couldn't see my girlfriend. Um, and that's all I wanted, you know, to be around her. Cause it was always a good time to be with her. Um, plus I had a lot of other shit going on. I had always family drama. Don't know why I tried not to have drama, but ah, fucking family. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just got into gaming heavily. I just, all I did now was work. I didn't have a lot of bills to pay at the time. Bills started accumulating like two years after high school. Um, so I just working, buying video games, updated the Xbox, got an Xbox Elite, bought brand new controllers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing a thing. Uh, Borderlands was a big uh, shooting game that I loved too. So I rotated from Call of Duty to Borderlands to, to Marvel. So I had like... A story shooter where I could just run around and shoot random shit, all types of random guns. Like, like one of the guns I remember, it, the company they have like, I'm stuttering and I'm sorry. One of the companies in Borderlands Two is called TDR, and the company is known for making literally cheap guns. So instead of reloading, you throw the gun at the person and you pull out a new gun. <laughs> it was like that's like that's a funny concept and the gun does more damage to more ammos inside of the gun so when you throw it at the person it explodes because it's a cheap gun but the game was like that it just had a lot of wonky mechanics like that which borderlands is absolutely an amazing game an amazing franchise um then you had call of duty black ops 2 yo we went to the midnight release for black ops 2 um, I remember I dropped my wallet outside the car and like when we went to go pick it up, I, I was going crazy. Like, who the fuck has my wallet? Where's my wallet? Long story short, when we go back to the car and I'm looking around, I see my wallet on the floor and the grass. And because it was raining, my wallet was wet. My money was wet. I was like, oh, shit. But uh, yeah, we get our midnight. We go to a midnight release. We pick up Black Ops 2. There's probably like a good eight nine of us picking up black ops 2 got it for the ps3 and the xbox 360 um love that game yo black ops 2 to me black ops 2 will be my favorite call of duty ever um you know just shooting around and then having friends to talk to and just bullshitting black ops 2 had i don't know the story more for black ops story mode for black ops 2 was okay you know, it had different endings. I didn't really care for that. Black Ops 1 had an amazing story mode. Um, and that's just a shooting game, you know. But I definitely had fun throwing C4s and just, like, detonating them. And, again, that game was absolute crack. Um, to me, that was a great year of gaming because we had a lot of fighting games out, too. I think uh, Mortal Kombat 9 was out, and they were releasing Injustice 1 which that's like another realms of the people that make um motor combat games made a dc fighting game so now you have a marvel fighting game out dc fighting game out even though i didn't play the motor combat games like that i played the, motor, the first motor combat game that i played and loved was motor combat 11 which came out for the xbox one xbox and uh, ps4 and i absolutely love that game and I, it was just dope it was really dope um well, that being said, you know, gaming, I love it. You know, I sit down and I play a game and I love learning new fighting games. So right now my current obsession is uh, 
Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Um, I don't go out and compete. You know, people that play competitive, like, oh, let's, we should play. I'm like, for what? For you to make me not like the game? Like, I like to just learn combos. And last night I learned, you know, I don't, I don't really like going to YouTube and stuff like that. Like, for me personally, I like to figure shit out on my own as much as I can before I go to YouTube or look up a tutor, uh, tutorial and everything. Just because it's like, for me, that's part of my the for me it's part of the playback value you know what i'm saying it's part of like the learning experience like like oh look i know this because of this like it's cool to watch a video and see somebody do some cool shit and you want to do that but like then that's how like when i play a lot of people tell me like i'm unorthodox with like my play style with a character or something like that but i i make it work you know what i'm saying um I usually do shit that's not like the normal. So what a like a BNB. So my normal BNB is not a normal BNB. A BNB is called your bread and butter. That's your basic combo that you got. Now, if you could do a combo to a point that it becomes your BNB, so no matter how high the execution is in performing the combo as long as it does damage and it's called your bread and butter, you know what I'm saying? Like that's going to get you your damage, get you in and get you out. Um and for Marvel 3, mine's was just a lot different. Um, and I, I played about, I want to say like a good 30, 40% of the cast in Marvel 3. And I could play like a good 10% of the cast at like a high level. Um, like execution wise and things along those, like things along that line. Um, but yeah, man, I love Marvel 3. And I think that those years were the great years of, of fighting games and shooting games and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, like last night, Battle for the Grid, that game is based off of a Marvel formula. Three characters on each team. They have assists. You have tag outs. You have supers. You have counters. Uh, you have to worry about meter management for supers and specials and uh, EX moves, things along those lines. And... I found a figure sign out on my own. And I was like, holy shit, this is dope, you know? Um, though literally a, a, a key that I needed to ex- extend more damage. And I found it. I was like, oh, that, this, this, this is why I love fighting games. You know what I'm saying? It's a puzzle that I can figure out. Um, but with all that being said, fighting games is the shit. Video games is the shit. I know people that are into Sims, which is cool ain't nothing wrong with that as long as a video game is supposed to help you just get out of your mind and get into the reality of that video game so you can be into simulations like that or you can be into fighting games be into shooters i think the most toxic community is definitely shooting games uh fighting games can be verbally like yeah you know what i'm saying but you can show your dominance on a fighting game because unlike a shooter a fighting game is more one-on-one. You're not just fighting the person. You also have to know your character very well. Know the ins and outs of your character, the limitations, and, like, their strengths, you know? Um, and now you're going to do that against somebody else's character who they know they have to know either their strengths or limitations or anything like that, you know? It becomes a mind game, so it becomes, like, chess, but with fighting games. And it's all about, like... It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I love it, you know? So in high school, like I said, I used to go all over, I used to go all over the place to play this Marvel's Capcom 2. 
that game was that it literally woke up a thing inside of me saying like I really want to play this game. Um, I met some guys from the FGC. I'm some of my good friends I have and that I know, even though I don't, I'm probably not talking to them every day today. Um, it's because of fighting games, you know. Um, my boy Alan, I love Alan. You know, he's never he showed me nothing but love. But I remember how I met Alan was through a mutual friend that I knew from high school. A mutual friend posted a picture of him with an arcade stick, and I see, uh, I think I either see Tekken or I see Marvel in the background. I was like, bro, I don't even know you played this. We should play, mind you, because at the time I was ready to play everybody. You know, I loved Marvel vs. Capcom so much. I was, if I saw that you played, I wanted to play with you. You know, um, and this is before I knew there was an FGC. Like, fighting game, like, I used to watch videos. I used to watch, like, a Justin Wong video. I'm not saying that video directly, but everybody that I ever talked to mentioned that video. Like, I, I never knew about that video until people started putting me onto the video. And I was like, okay. And then I really, then I got into that. So then I started watching, like, Justin Wong matches. Then I started watching, like, a guy named Yipes. Just because I started seeing his name in the Justin Wong videos, and I was like, oh, shit, like, this is cool, and I, I, I started to, div, like, deep, dive deep down into everything like that, and got into a competitive scene like that, but I didn't know that there was stuff like that in Connecticut, so I meet, I meet, uh, uh, Alan, Alan was, you know, fucking hospitality out of the roof, that man is amazing, and, uh, he had like a game night so i meet him i meet like his boys which were um you know sam lewis uh another guy named sam but he doesn't like to be called that so we call him chiba um outside of all that i become good friends with these guys you know what i'm saying and here i am younger than them they're definitely older than me so these guys have been playing fighting games way before i have especially some of them i don't know their background stories for their gaming like that but they've definitely been playing a lot longer than i have and here i come with my unorthodox style playing marvel and they're like holy shit like i expected to play somebody good but not like to your level and i'm not trying to say i was amazing but i since i came in and i was not known by them and playing this game it, i came from left field you know what i'm saying um, then they actually invited people over, uh, um, to, uh, uh, like to his house and they're technically like Connecticut's FGC. These are people that go out to tournaments. They, these are people that go play and stuff like that. And so I'm playing a couple guys and, um, well, my wife just texted me. Um, and I'm playing a couple guys and one guy's telling me like, yo, like, you, you you surprised me he's like he knows most of talent in connecticut um like I, that i was really good i needed to clean up some things because now i'm not playing just to fight someone I'm playing somebody that plays this competitive you know what i'm saying and he was like well do this do this do this and then over a while i upgraded my fighting plan because i'm playing people that play this game competitive and like I just loved it because now it added a new layer of a game that I already love to practice. You know what I'm saying? I felt like my execution was always good. Um, I said, I started entering tournaments. Yo, 
fucking fun, nerve-wracking, scary, fun, and I absolutely had a ball, I mean, I choked on some of my tournaments, I didn't have a tournament name, so I was all calling myself all types of just random shit, um, they were calling my name, and I forgot that I put myself under that name, and in tournament one time, and they're like yelling it out, I'm like, well, that loser's not happening, so I go to the TO, which I knew personally, because he was a cool guy, his name is Walter, and I'm like, I never got called, he was like, bro, what's what's your name, I was like, Chris, and he was like, no, I know your name, but what's your your tag, and I tell him my tag, and he's like, bro, we've been calling you for like 30 minutes, we disqualified you, I was like, no way, mind you, because I'm in a room, in a ballroom, because we, he rents it out a, um, a venue, and in that venue, you know, you had all these people, you probably had like 25, 35 setups, and there's a big tournament going on, you know, people from the tri-state area came in and i was like yo this is something i want to do but i didn't know how to do it and i didn't think there was enough people to do it so here i am thinking like this little bar i'm thinking i can host little things like that and have a little bar set up for it and realizing there's so many more people that can attend because here we are with half a ballroom and it's beyond packed like it was fucking beyond packed um, and I had fun, you know, and Walter put me back in. He was like, well, I could put you in the loser's bracket and you just got to work your way out if you can. I lost to the guy, but it's experience. It's my first tournament. I wasn't expecting anything crazy. Um, I was there with my friends and it was cool. So, um, you know, that was my, my first thing. Uh, I went to a house tournament at Walter's. I got second place. Mind you, not all the big players were there and everything. But I got second place. You know, I'll take it. Whatever. Um, it was cool. I, you know, I just learned to play people that were better. And then over time, just met more and more cool people. People that were really good at fighting games. And seeing that I can, help, like, literally hold my own. If not beat them in a game or two or just take a, like, take a set. Um, I mean, and there was people that, like, literally, like, been playing longer than i have been playing fighting games longer so to me it was like a mindset thing too you know what i'm saying um they put you in 50 50 so you either block high or block low and marvel games you can't block high and low at the same time so you're gonna get hit with an overhead you're gonna hit with a low combo starts re-put put you in a blender and let's repeat this again you know what i'm saying so i just love fighting games man i, I really do um and yeah, man, that's that's about it. I think we're um I think fighting games definitely helps out a lot with anxiety. Especially I play on an arcade stick. I bought an arcade stick for Marvel for Ultimate Marvel, so Marvel 3. Um vanilla version, basically the first version. I was playing on a Xbox gamepad. Um and then for Ultimate Marvel 3, I ended up upgrading to a fight stick, which Street Fighter X Tekken came out at that time. And I played a lot of Street Fighter X Tekken as well to learn um, how to play an arcade stick, you know? And that game was fire. That game needs to be, like re-release on PC or something like that. But that game wasn't taken well. You know, that game was, in a lot of people's opinion, trash. Um, which kind of sucks. So there's that. 
Um, Capcom has really dropped the ball ever since they dropped Marvel. Marvel 3 was their last really good fighting game that came out. Um, because Street Fighter X Tekken came out after that, and it wasn't received well. Mind you, the practices by having downloadable characters that cost money to be found on the game and just behind the paywall. Like, it, it, the game shipped with characters on it, but it's behind a paywall. Like, why not just release the characters like that? Um, you know, that's that sucks. I get it, and life can be easier. But that's the difference between gaming nowadays, like I was speaking very early on, um, and back in the day, where back in the day the game was, you know, you got the game and that was all that you got. It was polished. It might not have been the cleanest cut. It might have had glitches and whatnot. Um, But you got the game. You got everything right there and there. Now the game will be released, and they'll re-release, they'll release updates or dlc to so you could buy the second half of the game they give you like 60 percent of a game and sell you the other 40 percent of a game through dlc which kind of sucks you know what i'm saying call of duty had that practice where um back in the day they'll do 60 dollar game at launch 60 dollars for the season pass and what the season pass does is every couple months they'll release a couple new maps and a new gun or two and then they'll keep doing that all they'll do it four times which is equivalent to a 15 dollar uh, uh, add-on pack at the end of the day that 60 dollar game now is 120 why they do why they do it is because they did and they got away with it and they kept on then microtransactions got into games and that was just i'm done with that but Yeah, so people hated what Capcom did with Street Fighter X Tekken by adding um, adding characters to the game and just putting them behind a paywall. I mean, personally for me, I didn't affect me too much. I didn't really care. I bought the digital, I bought the deluxe version, so it came with the characters and it came with extra stuff when I bought it. And I I ended up learning how to play on a fight stick because because it was a slower paced game than Marvel. And then Marvel, man, I just, I saw that my gameplay excelled. Once I got comfortable enough on the arcade stick, I started playing Marvel. A lot, I mean, I remember when I first started playing on the arcade stick, I went to my friend's house with the arcade stick. He's like, oh, shit, you got a stick. You're a professional. You know, just, we always bust each other's chops. And I was like, nah, I just really want to learn. And uh, so when I went to his house with it, um, I remember the first couple times, like, I just completely just, I just turned it off. I unplugged my stick because I felt like I just couldn't keep up with him. And then I got a controller, which kind of sucked. But then after a while, I really got good at the arcade stick to the point where my, I felt like my execution was very solid. You know, I'm doing infinite combos and loops and just very tight, tight combos. Um, and tight not as in like oh damn that's tight but like combo that if you're not very precise it'll it'll drop um yeah so i felt comfortable i started playing an arcade stick and that was it and now i uh only game that i don't play on uh arcade stick now is uh dragon ball fighters which that game took the world by storm because Dragon Ball Fighters, everybody's always asked for a Dragon Ball Z fighting game. Dragon Ball Z is 
all about fighting. And everybody was like, yo, we just need a good fighting game. And everybody's like, oh, Capcom or, you know, because Capcom was the shit. Um, but here comes uh, an anime style fighting game company come in, Arxis. And here they, they make fucking Marvel. I mean, they make a Marvel game with Capcom characters. Once again, the Marvel formula, three versus three. Right? You got supers, you got tags, you got assists. Um, and Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has a comeback mechanic called X-Factor. You know, you press light, medium, heavy, special. And the same buttons that you press in Marvel, you press in street uh, and uh uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, um, and so in the Dragon Ball fighting game, you press those three. This is like you have a, a, a sparking, so it's similar into what it does, but it's not a true comeback mechanic. You know what I'm saying? Like it does help you make comebacks and whatnot, but it is what it is. Um, just fighting games, man. They're just uh, I love them. So Fighter Z came out but marvel vs capcom like i said marvel's capcom has released fighting games but they've just been trash so they release marvel infinite so marvel vs capcom infinite drops in 2019 and here we go people are like that's it marvel vs capcom 2 to marvel vs capcom 3 took 10 10 or 11 years we're not getting a marvel vs capcom game ever again 2017 Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite drops. And we're like, holy shit. This is going to be amazing. The Capcom did... The game had no budget, obviously, because it just looked at shit. They ported over the characters from Marvel 3 to this game, but then tried to change up the art style. So you had characters with wonky faces. Like, come on, everybody's complaining. So they do some tweaks... But not enough. Nowhere near enough. Um, they try to go for more of like the cinematic look instead of like the comic book look they did in Marvel 3. Which that game, that game is older and it looks better than some of the games that are out now. I won't say it's some of the games. It definitely looks a lot better than Marvel's, uh, Capcom's latest version of Marvel vs. Capcom. So Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite came out in 2017 and looks like shit. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 art style was technically from marvel from 2011 probably er earlier because of the you know development time and it looks a million times better you know what i'm saying um but it was it was honestly marvel's cash grab this is the game came out uh, around the time end game and an infinity war was dropping for marvel um so you had characters in there you know uh i wanted to play thanos because you know, in Marvel's Capcom 2, if you play the character, uh, his name, everybody nicknamed him Mr. Bubbles, because one of his specials, he'll throw a bubble at you. My wife is... One second. Sorry, I had to text the wife. Um, yeah, he'll throw bubbles at you. That shit was so cool. And he keeps you locked in a bubble. He had, like, five or six specials in that game. But uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite just played more towards um, the cinematic universe, which the movies are fucking fantastic. If you haven't watched a Marvel movie, go watch them, you know? Um, <clears throat> but outside of that, 
you know, the gameplay for that game was really good. Holy shit. Really good. But the graphics, man, that shit hindered the hell out of it. And Dragon Ball Fighters were coming out around the same time. And, like, Arc System Work were, like, competing with Capcom on this Capcom fighting, like, Marvel fighting style game. And, like, you took the formula of Marvel and you look a million times better, Capcom drowned. That game just, like, there's a big tournament at the end of the, well, not the end of the year, but, like, towards the end of the summer. It's called um, Evo, you know? And if you know anything about fighting games... Oh, sorry, I had to turn the car on because there's a big-ass bug, and I don't like bugs. Sorry, I had that bug, and after that bug, I don't know what happened in the car. Everything switched out, but uh, I'm here with my wife. She's in the car, and uh, say hi, babe. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so just, just trying to wrap up everything. Basically, like I said, Arc System Works made an amazing fighting game that you know outsold and just outperformed marvel infinite um long story short i still love marvel infinite it's plays wonderful even though it looks shit um and if anybody wants to play it with me i'll play it with them you know i haven't played in a while but definitely a fun game uh outside of that uh i ended up playing dragon ball fighters on pad just because it wasn't didn't feel comfortable like yes it had the formula of marvel and you were like oh well you're playing all the other games you're playing all these other games that play like marvel but it's just like the moving the like there was no plank dashing um or anything like that so you had to move by doing forward forward and on an arcade stick i was never used to that because most fighting games that i played on an arcade stick you dash with buttons not with forward forward um, and that's more on me. That's just the games that I played personally. So other people might not have cared too much. But I just didn't feel comfortable on the arcade. Like the arcade stick. I just felt like my movement was always hindered. Um, and it just felt natural for me to play on the pad. Um, a gaming pad, you know. And fighting games nowadays are accommodating more fighting pads than they used to. Which is cool. So if you don't play on a pad, you can still play at high level. I mean, if you don't play on an arcade stick, you still play on high level. It's just what you're comfortable with. And I got comfortable with an arcade stick. And um, for the rest of my life, I will always have an arcade stick just because it's something I'm comfortable with, you know? Um, But I just want to wrap up everything real fast. You know, Anchor's only giving me um, an hour to wrap, you know, to talk, which I just found that out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... (sighs) fighting games they got me through a lot of things they got me through a lot of stress um i love them for what they've done to me what they've done for me i met amazing people i met some people that literally changed my way of thinking on things you know i met some people that are super responsible and if anybody tells you you can't play a video game or something that you like and be successful that's bullshit you know, it's a how you spend that time playing a video game. You don't want to spend every wicked moment of your free time playing that video game. You know? Or, or like, every every available moment you have 
thinking about her. That's obsession. And I can get that because I'm playing a game now called Hades, and I'm obsessed with it. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, gaming has helped me, and if it helped you, let me know. You know, I know, I know it's for me. It helped me a lot. You know, and I, I truly, truly, truly appreciate uh, uh, fighting games and the people that play it because it's, it's not just the game itself it's also the community people that play these games people that keep the servers up and running and so you're not running running into the same person over and over again like marvel 3 came out in 2011 and i go online and i still could find matches mind you it might not be the same people i used to play back then but there's new people that came and fall in love with the game or people that still play the game to this day like me um may not be on the game all the time but i'm there when i need it so, uh, we're going to cut this off. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a lovely weekday. Or lovely week. Or whatever you need it to be. You just make it good. Love you. Oh, love you guys. You know what I'm saying? Or love you, babe. <laughs> Say bye. 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 Later, guys.